Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. Today is actually a totally impromptu episode. I was planning on talking about something entirely different, but with everything going on in the world right now, I just want to be honest and real. And this is going to be a short and sweet episode today and not really focused on money, but it is a little because honestly, I believe that all those underlying emotional concepts that I talk about in relation to money also apply to all the aspects of our lives, right? So there's a lot going on in our world right now, as we know, locally, across the globe, and in our own lives which feel incredibly painful and heavy. And we feel helpless. We feel anxious and heartbroken. My dad died a few months ago, um, which has been way more of an emotional roller coaster than I even realized, um, despite the fact that I expected it. Um, My husband had a good friend who died suddenly right around that same time. And I know a good amount of people um, my age even who have been recently diagnosed um, or have been struggling with battles with cancer or other diseases. And the thing is, we all do. I am not alone. Um, As an empath and a highly sensitive person, I feel like I take on so much because I don't have an emotional guard up the same way that other people do. I feel people's pain. Everyone, whether it's my kids, my husbands, or somebody I've literally never met before. All I want to do is take it away. I want to make that pain go away for that person so that they don't have to feel it. And again, I feel like this has kind of been heightened with the cultural expectations of a mom, right? (laughs) I think in general, that's part of our role, I guess. But it leaves me feeling incredibly vulnerable, Um, vulnerable to feeling just pure exhaustion, um, overwhelm, anxiousness, burnout, all these things, right? So what I really want to talk about today is how we can feel better And dare I say, thrive even when we're in the middle of the chaos and all the negativity. And more importantly, how do we do that without the guilt? Because I'm definitely someone who feels horrible if somebody else out there has it worse than me. Like, who am I to be the lucky one, right? But this kind of thinking I'm realizing isn't healthy And it certainly doesn't make the pain go away for me. It just keeps me stuck, right? So when I say, how can we feel better amidst all this messiness that's going on? What I'm really trying to do here is 
help find productive and healthy ways to look after ourselves, our own well-being in the middle of the chaos, right? So that we can be the strength that not only we, but our families need and the world needs also right now. And before we do anything, we first, I think, have to acknowledge what's going on and what we're feeling because then we realize how completely normal it is to feel this way. And we realize it's a collective pain. We're not the only ones, right? Like we're all experiencing this in some way or another. It's completely normal and inevitable to feel this way. And I think it's even crucial to our healing right? But when we take it to that, to another level, right? right? Like when we're suffering, um, that's when we're not helping ourselves. Suffering is that guilt that I just mentioned. It's almost as if like we feel guilt or shame because somebody else really is suffering or someone else has it harder than we do right now. And that we're, you know, trying to help in some way, right? Like we're, we convince ourselves that this feeling of guilt is a productive feeling, right? But it's not, and it's not beneficial to anyone. We're also totally just like lowering our vibe, which I think just attracts more negative energy. And we stay stuck in this negative cycle, right? But when we release that negative energy, and focus on taking care of ourselves so that we can be strong because honestly, that's the only thing that we really can control, right? We can use that strength to find ways to help, which I'm going to get into a little bit more in a few minutes. And we all have our own ways, right, of like shifting that energy, whatever it is for you, meditation, prayer, yoga, breathing techniques, journaling, gratitude, right? Like, We need to do that. We owe that to ourselves. We can't be creative, helpful, productive when we're in fight or flight mode, right? So the very first thing we need to do is to get out of it. We owe it to ourselves. And not only ourselves, we owe it to everyone else, right? Like all those people who are struggling and suffering more than us right now. We owe it to them to get out of that negative and into a different state, right? A a place of alignment with who we are because they need us. And the other thing is that when we do this, we're also inspiring other people, right? Like when we allow ourselves to feel this positive, high vibe energy, other people want to be a part of it too. And, And maybe it gives them the permission to do it, right? When they're also feeling guilty and sad right now. And aren't allowing themselves to feel positive. And collectively, that energy is incredibly powerful. So what else can we do to shift our energy? Um, I think we need to remove the stigma and talk about it. I think so many of us are afraid to talk about things going on in the world that make us sad because it's uncomfortable. And by nature... We don't like to do uncomfortable things, right? It's safer to avoid. But again, it's not really helping us feel better, right? Talking about it with people we know and we feel safe around helps us to know that we're not alone. 
It helps us to start to feel more comfortable among the discomfort and also helps us find ways to heal. Because when we share how we're feeling, we'll realize again that other people are feeling it too. And just getting it out, like literally talk, t- taking it out of our heads and putting it out there clears some space in our brains and in our hearts. And when we do this, we start to understand ourselves a little bit better. And we can connect not only with ourselves, but with other people on a different level. When we open up, when we are being authentic and honest and courageous, I think that is incredibly, incredibly brave. And it's what the world needs more of right now. Secondly, you know, I think it's really important to have massive boundaries right now um, around how much media that we're consuming. It's not only healthy to take regular breaks from news and social media, but it's essential because if you're anything like me, if you're that highly sensitive person, I have a physical reaction sometimes to the heartbreak that I'm seeing. So I literally don't let myself watch any TV that's not lighthearted or funny or a kid's show. My husband teases me about this all the time because it's not just the news. Like there's so many documentaries on Netflix and shows out there about real life things that are just too intense for me. I've also learned to turn off notifications on my phone, Um, even text messages, because I don't want to be bombarded with things that I may not be expecting. It's just my silly little way of protecting myself. I've also learned to curate my social media feed so I'm following positive, like good news accounts because I would so much rather see a video of a dog swimming in a pool, even when I know there's all this other stuff going on, right? It just, it helps me feel better. It's just one of the few things that I can control and I don't need to feel guilty for it. We need to know ourselves really well. And we need to do what we need to do to manage our exposure to the things that drain us and, and add to that mental load, right? Um, the next thing I want to say here is nurture yourself. We need to look after ourselves, especially when things get chaotic. And that's in all different areas, mind, body, and soul. Again, like what can we control? We can um, eat vegetables, we can drink water, we can get decent sleep, we can try to focus on spending time with our family and friends and the people that matter, Um, we can exercise, we can do hobbies that we enjoy doing, not as a, a distraction, but as a healthy way to cope. We need to allow ourselves also to feel our feelings fully to allow ourselves to be angry and to be sad and to be confused. And when we become curious about our feelings instead of shoving them aside or not allowing ourselves to truly feel them, we can see what they're trying to tell us and what actions that they're prompting us to take to make things better. Which leads me into my last thought here, take action. I don't mean when I say this that we all need to quit our jobs and start a philanthropic organization here, unless, of course, you want to. But we can use our emotions to inspire us to do something that can help the situation in our own way, something that's within our logical control. 
maybe we show our support by making donations to causes that matter to us, or we volunteer our time, or we stand up for those who are hurting right now. Even just making a phone call or reaching out to somebody who you know might be struggling is incredibly powerful. The point here is to do something that matters to you, that's within your control, that makes a difference in someone's day, right? And, and it's within your ability, within your bandwidth that you have. This, I think, is leaning into your own power so that you can support the world. You can be that light and that support that the world needs right now. These other people out there that are going through so much right now, right? They don't want our pity. They want our strength. They need us to be well and to take care of ourselves so that we can harness our inner power and strength and also take care of them, right? Those are the people that can't stand up for themselves right now. And we need to do this because there's going to be a time when maybe the roles are reversed and we need the help and support of others because we can't do it ourselves. Being human is messy. It's confusing and it's painful sometimes. And it can also be incredible and beautiful sometimes too. And if we allow ourselves to give when we have the ability to give and receive when we need to receive, then that's the full human experience, I think. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, kind of impromptu, off the cuff, but things from my heart that I really needed to say. Um, if you liked this episode, again, please feel free to share with a friend and it would be amazing if you could write me a review on Apple Podcasts because that's how I can reach more people. Thank you so much, you guys, and I'll talk to you next time.